0: I'm Sarah Tasker and you are listening to my brand new monthly podcast, Hashtag Authentic. Where we'll be looking at all things Instagram and beyond for online creatives. This is episode one. Why is it you seem to be gaining and losing the same amount of followers every day on Instagram, even if you don't post? What is this tactic about and should you be using it? Hey everyone and thank you for tuning in to this, my first ever podcast. I hate being new at anything, I absolutely hate doing anything less than perfect, so this is quite a nerve-wracking experience for me and your support and your tuning in really means a lot to me. So followers, over on Twitter I share daily Instagram tips. If you don't already follow me there you can find me, I'm at meandawla, all one word, And a couple of weeks ago, I tweeted out something that seemed to really resonate. What I said was, don't pay attention to daily follows, unfollows. Most are bots used by people hoping to entice you to follow. So just keep creating with the hashtag Instagram tips. So it got a ton of traction, like 300 likes, a heap of retweets. I always think when anything resonates like that, it's a really good indication that you've hit a nerve So I thought it would be a great thing to dig into for this first podcast and to really look at what people are doing, why they're doing it and what the pros and cons of it are. So here's what it looks like. You gain maybe 30 followers, and then the next day they're gone. So no matter what you post, or even if you post, they will still go. Um, maybe you even clicked over and you checked out some of these, these new followers, and they were real people. Um, lots of them looked to be pretty popular, they're posting fairly decent photographs. These are not spam accounts. So what's happening? The first thing to say is do not take this personally. Like, they may be real accounts, but it was never a real person that visited your page. And they never actually looked at your pictures. Also, keep in mind that this is happening to everyone. I get at least a hundred of these people every single day. Accounts bigger than mine, they get multiple hundreds and hundreds. And I get emails every week from people who are desperate to understand where they're going wrong and why their pictures are making people unfollow. So to be really clear, you are not doing anything wrong what's going on okay so there's this technology that's been around for a number of years now but more recently it has really gained in popularity the software will automatically follow and unfollow other people's accounts for you on instagram It used to be quite rare, I know when I started out it was something that was kind of not very trusted, it was kind of on your radar, you knew that a few people did it, but I couldn't have named anybody that was doing it. So you'd maybe get one follower here or there that was using it, but you wouldn't necessarily even notice. Increasingly though, people have started to see what a difference a big Instagram following can make to someone's success, it can launch a career... So people have got more inventive and really more desperate to make that happen for themselves. And sometimes this seems like the easy option. I'm not judging anyone, by the way. I am so sympathetic to why people might feel the need to use these strategies, especially since the algorithms come in. People's livelihoods are depending on their Instagram accounts and people are really frightened about getting the exposure and the growth that the brands and the companies might expect. I can see how it seems like it's the answer to all of your problems, but today we are going to talk about why it's really not all it seems and why it's not the best way to build a sustainable business for yourself. So what these people do is they hook up their account to this software and quite often they might pay for it. I think there's probably monthly subscriptions or possibly you pay to download some of it increasingly by the way if you pay an agency to manage your instagram account for you like a reputable business arrangement this is still what they will do they will plug your account into some of the spammy software for you and just leave it ticking over that way every day so i'd be pretty mad about that i don't know about you but if i was paying somebody to grow my business for me online um i'd be pretty furious to find out they were using that software but that is a rant for another day so they had their account details they log into this app and then they get to specify a niche to target so this is generally a keyword that might be related to their industry so if you're a photographer say it might hit up hashtags and keywords relating to models or weddings and photographers so on day one it finds x amount of accounts let's say 100 and follows them all it might also leave a generic spam comment and then like a couple of pictures to really get itself noticed and then it goes away The plan is that you will see those likes and comments and follows and go and check out that account in return and what they're really hoping is that you'll follow them either out of politeness or a pity follow or because you genuinely like what they're doing. Then the next day the app comes back and unfollows all of those accounts quietly without fanfare without anybody knowing. So now you follow them and they don't follow you and their numbers look nice and impressive. There is some variety in this so some people don't have it set to unfollow if you follow them back but essentially it's always the same model. It's not a genuine connection because they have never even looked at your account. They don't know what it is that you're about and they didn't ultimately choose to follow you. So whether they stay following you or not it's kind of a pointless relationship. Now people who use and defend this this technique often describe it as just marketing. It's just a marketing technique, a way of getting their page discovered. To which I say, well, maybe. Marketing can be a really sleazy business. But the big difference between this technique and traditional marketing is that you're seeking people out. You're going onto their personal social media pages where they post their kids and their grandparents and their makeup free selfies. And you're pretending to like what they do and pretending to want a relationship with them. To me, that's kind of like if McDonald's had secret staff members placed around the store coming up to say how skinny you look in the hopes that it might make you buy more burgers. It's just kind of a bit unethical and unkind, it's just a bit personal. So the biggest deciding factor for me is this, are the big brands doing it? Are McDonald's, or Dove, or Land Rover, or Apple, or even the smaller brands who are starting out and aspire to be there, are they following to unfollow, are they using these apps? Well, no. They're not and it's worth thinking about why. So why it sucks? Well firstly because of all the above. When people realise that you followed and followed them they kind of hate you for it. It doesn't actually matter what your personal view of the strategy is whether you think it's acceptable marketing or not because most people came to Instagram to foster genuine connections and by playing with this you kind of make people unhappy. I can name personally, off the top of my head, several really big Instagram accounts who I've seen do this to me, and it makes me think less of them, less of their brand, less of their integrity. It makes me question their success, to be honest. Like, how did they get it? And what else are they being dishonest about? What else are they not really representing themselves truthfully with? And that's another thing. The software doesn't remember who it's hit before, so it just keeps on following and unfollowing, following following and unfollowing. If you've specified quite a targeted niche, you'll probably find that certain people will keep appearing on the list. I have heard from so many people who have had the same account follow and unfollow them every month, one after the other. It's kind of ridiculous, and the end result is that they end up blocking those people. So you need to think about if that's how you want to be seen. Next up, and this is something that we talk about quite a lot in my Instagram courses and mentoring, you don't just want any old followers. Like, I I get that mentality that people think it's about numbers, it's a numbers game and you just want as many as you can get, but it's really not a question of just any will do. If you build a following of people who are not your right target demographic for what it is you do, they won't engage with your posts and they will not support whatever business it is you're trying to build. So there's no point having a huge audience if your engagement rate is low. That will look really bad, it will look like your following isn't genuine, and the people who are going to want to work with you in whatever capacity with your Instagram account, they are looking to see that it is a strong brand and that it's representing the views of an awful lot of people. If you've got a high following but people aren't actually responding to your content, it kind of gives a bit of a mixed message on that. Equally, there is no point having a amazing big following if they are all in the States and you have a business selling weekend holidays in the UK. You need your audience to be the right people for you who are interested in what it is you have to offer, and the only way to really be specific about that is to be human and to go in there and do that interaction yourself. You might think that you could just tailor the software to do this with the keywords I mentioned, but it's not that precise at all. So take the example I used before of the photographer. Who is a photographer's target audience? So anyone using wedding hashtags, they're already married. Anyone using photography hashtags is probably a photographer themselves. Anyone using modeling hashtags on Instagram is looking for clients, not photographers. None of those people want to spend money with the photographer. They might follow, they might admire your work, but they are not going to be a supporter of your business and you are not hitting your target demographic. There's a reason you're using Instagram and you need to be connecting with the people that give you the end result. Bear in mind as well that every post that you like and comment on will affect both what the algorithm shows you and who it shows your profile to. The algorithm is constantly trying to put us into tidy little boxes and make decisions about what it is it thinks we will like and thinking about which other people will like our content so Everything you engage with feeds into that database and gives it an idea of what it thinks you'd like. The algorithm doesn't know that it's not really you, that you've paid the software to do it for you. So it's considering all of that and putting it into your big picture. So if you're engaging with a whole heap of people who aren't right for what you do, then you're going to be pushing yourself onto their explore pages and their friends and their community. So you're actually going to be pushing yourself out of the sphere where you genuinely have influence with your existing audience and into one of the neighbouring ones where they all like slightly different things more than what you do. It makes no sense for engagement and it makes no sense for growth. Ultimately as well, it's just really temporary. This is because of all of the above and other factors too. Every person I've ever worked with who has used software like this has regretted it once they stopped and realised the huge attrition rate. So basically anything that you do on Instagram that grows your following will be followed by a time where you keep losing followers. It was true of suggested users, it's true even if you get an Instagram blog feature, but it's especially true of these sort of black hat shady techniques. Sometimes accounts who followed you might just wise up and realise that you're not actually engaging with them or that you've unfollowed them. More often they'll just realise that they don't really like the content you're sharing. Because maybe it's not for them, they're not your, really your target audience and it just doesn't offer what they're looking for on Instagram. So you end up every month you're losing hundreds of followers, there's nothing you can do to stop it and your stats are just plummeting unless you keep using the software forever. So that is kind of my persuasion to you to not fall for it, not to go and use that software. Or if you maybe already are, why it might be time to cut your losses and stop because it's only going to get worse. And it's only a matter of time until Instagram get wise to it. They already know it happens and they're already cracking down on it. And you only have to go into some of the Facebook groups where people are obsessed with this technique. And you'll see people every day getting blocked getting banned getting their accounts deleted by instagram for using it they put limits on how many people you can follow and unfollow in a day and that limit is individual based on your previous performance and kind of how you interact with the app i think so there are limits on your account as to how many people you can follow and unfollow and how many pictures you can like within the hour and you don't know when you've hit that limit until you've hit it And at that point, it raises a flag with Instagram that you are engaging in spam behaviour and you are putting your account at risk. Also, when it comes to being seen as spam within Instagram... In this time of the algorithm, it is a really, really bad idea to do anything that makes Instagram think you are not a genuine person, genuinely engaging. Those are the accounts that get pushed, get promoted by the system, and everybody has a score. They call it the goodness score in house at Instagram, and that is relating to how shareable your picture is. If you are getting flagged as a potential spammer, then your goodness score is going through the floor and nobody's going to see your pictures. Okay, so enough of me telling you not to do it. What about all you nice, simple, everyday Instagrammers like me who aren't using this technique? What is it that you can do about it? Well, number one, don't feel the need to compete. Yes, there are people who will be growing pretty big audiences this way, but trust me when I say it's not launching anybody's careers. Brands and PRs and agents, they're all wise to these strategies. So please don't feel like you need to do the same in order to be relevant. If anything, by doing the opposite, you're making people take you more seriously. Two, the second thing to do is to post brilliant content. Literally every account I've seen doing this, whether they've come to me or whether I've just spotted them on Instagram doing it, they could all have better spent that time and that energy just taking better pictures instead. All the people I've worked with who did it, that is what we focused on. That's how we got them out of that follower debt and got them growing again. I'd go so far as to say, in fact, that all of us could be taking better pictures, can't we? Like, even the greatest photographer in the world is constantly pushing themselves and learning new things. But especially the people who feel like they need this extra help to grow. It's usually because on some level they're aware that their content isn't giving them the competitive edge that it needs to. And actually that is the only way to really be successful on Instagram. The other thing to do then is to get on the explore page. This could be a whole podcast for another day, but the real growth hack for Instagram right now is to get on the explore page where photos will suddenly gain massive exposure. They just explode with thousands of likes and you will rack up followers in the hundreds for a day or two. Now it's not without its flaws, the audience is still very broad and the attrition rate issue still applies afterwards, but this is content winning over contact. So on a visual platform like Instagram, that will always, always win out. Okay, but what if people are unfollowing you outside of this? What if it's not all these people who are using the follow to unfollow software? Maybe you're noticing that you're losing people from your accounts. Um, I have a quick buyer guide for you here of the... 10 reasons that people might unfollow you besides this. Okay, so number one is that maybe you post inconsistently. Maybe you post brilliant pictures every single day and then you posted nothing for two months. So anyone that came to check in during that time, they might legitimately think that you'd gone for good and click unfollow. Two, you post too many pictures at once. Most people consume posts still in their home feed, so that is when they scroll and see everybody they follow. So a huge photo dump there is annoying and really un-Instagram-y. What you need to do is spread out those posts so that you can get maximum impact and maximum engagement without annoying anybody. Three, you post things that are off-topic. So if your account is all flowers and flat lays and beautiful pastels and then sometimes you drop in a drunk selfie in a badly lit bar, that will be the one that people will click unfollow because of. People are quite fickle like that. You have to remember that people don't necessarily remember who you are when they see your name on their feed. Maybe they follow, like, 2,000 people, so they're not going to remember everybody in relation to their username. When they see your username and your pictures together, then they remember why they follow you. But if they see a mm, more casual social picture with your username they might think who is this person i don't know why i follow her and just click on follow which they can do straight from that picture page they don't have to go into your profile so they won't get reminded why they followed in the first place four you never engage instagram is all about community and reciprocal relationships you might want to use it for something else, and that's fine, but you still kind of need to play by the rules that most people are there for, which means you're not Beyonce collecting fans. You're there to foster relationships and make connections and talk to people, and if you're not engaging with them, people are going to give up and go elsewhere. Five, your quality is inconsistent. So if you sometimes post gorgeous DSLR shots, but then occasionally share blurry pictures from your phone, maybe of your kids, you might find that people come and go. It's not necessarily that you need to do one or the other, so I post mostly iPhone pictures on my account and I don't think that's held me back at all. It's that people like predictability, they like consistency and if they're following you for one thing and you start delivering something else even if that something else is still good and worthy and worth following if it's not for them they're going to go elsewhere. Six you had an artificial boost. So from the explore page like I said or from a feature somewhere I just had a feature recently in BuzzFeed and it gained me like a thousand followers in a day, which is awesome. But I know that a percentage of those, once they get stuck into my content and see it in their feed every day, they're going to realise that maybe I'm not for them and click on follow. And that's that's just the way it goes. Maybe you even have freaked out at some point and bought followers online. I've known so many people do this. They have a panic. They think they're not growing fast enough. Maybe they've had something to drink. And they go on one of these dodgy websites and buy followers. And then you lose them again. This always happens. Anything that artificially boosts your following will always drop back off again. And as long as it came via an authentic source, like Instagram itself, you'll keep a percentage of them. If it came via an inauthentic source, don't be surprised if they all go completely. Seven is spam bots. Instagram regularly deletes spam accounts and fake profiles. So these are, sometimes they're set up for dodgy businesses, maybe they're selling like fake handbags or their porn accounts or they are just sock puppet accounts that are empty and are used by the people who sell followers and likes on the internet. So whenever Instagram finds these they delete them en masse. So if you lose a sudden chunk of followers overnight that could well be why. It doesn't necessarily mean you've done something wrong, it doesn't mean someone's bought followers if they lose a chunk overnight because everybody has a percentage of accounts that follow them that are fake. So I've had some conversations recently with some big users kind of around my level and higher, so sort of 100k, 200k followers plus And we've noticed that if we don't post for a couple of days, we suddenly get this influx of these fake followers. You can tell they're fake because they generally don't have a profile picture, or they have a profile picture but it doesn't match the selfies in their feed, or if you just, if you click through and look at them, there's something about them that feels really inauthentic. And I think that what it is, is people setting up accounts for these selling followers and selling like type websites. So they need hundreds and hundreds and thousands of fake profiles. They need them to look at least a little bit genuine. And one of the ways that they do that is to make them follow lots of big accounts, which probably makes them look in the eyes of the algorithm and the eyes of Instagram, fairly legitimate on a superficial level. So it's annoying and If Instagram then goes through and cuts them all out, then you can take a huge drop in following and it's nothing to do with you. or your content aids. You recently ran a giveaway. So some people will follow for entry for a giveaway if you've asked them to and then they'll unfollow again afterwards. These are people with really good memories because I don't know about you, but even if I intend to do that, I usually forget and then I'm following that person for life. But some people will, and there's just no avoiding it. And again, if that comes back to that. Anything that falsely grows your following will always have an attrition, right? Nine, you post something that people disagree with. So it could be parenting or religious beliefs. Maybe it's your political affiliations. Because people are looking to create friendships on Instagram, If you're not a good match for them or for their values, maybe they'll unfollow. And maybe that's okay. Uh, I recently posted some sponsored content that some people really objected to. It was for Johnson's Baby Bath, which is a product I use and I am happy with. And I was happy to work with them because it is a product I've genuinely used on both myself and my daughter for a long, long time. And this isn't sponsored. I'm just telling you the story. Some people were very, very angry about it. Some were just angry that I'd done sponsored content, which I don't do too much of anymore. I tend to reserve it just for the brands that feel like a really good fit, which Johnson's did. So some people said they were going to unfollow because of that, and some people unfollowed because I didn't agree with the claims that Johnson's causes cancer. This is like a whole online debate about certain ingredients that are in the American formula. I am obviously in the UK. And as far as I can tell from the science and the documentation I read, there was never any danger in the US formula either. It's just a chemical that's allowed in the US that's not necessarily used elsewhere in the world. Anyway, people unfollowed me because they didn't like that I washed my baby in Johnson's or that I promote Johnson's. And I think that that's fine. It's uncomfortable. Of course it's uncomfortable when you're having those conversations and people's emotions are running high and they're angry at you. Maybe some of these comments were telling me that, you know, I was giving my daughter cancer by giving her a bubble bath. So that is emotional. But at the end of the day, it is emotional, but it's important to keep a little bit of perspective. And I think everybody's just doing the best that they can. Everybody is standing up for what they believe. And if it's not for them, let them go. If what you do is not sending the right message for people, then they can go and follow somebody else, and you can concentrate on being you. You can't please everybody, and you'll make yourself crazy if you try. And rent number ten, they're worried about their follow account, so people can feel completely overwhelmed by the number of accounts they follow. I get this sometimes, suddenly I'll look and I try and keep mine around about 500. 500 is my limit too. I know pretty much who everybody is. I know why I followed them when I see their name. Once it gets above 500, I think I'm about 650 now. I know I'm losing that grip on it and I see people and I'm like, really? Did I I follow you? Or I go on someone's page and I think, hey, I'm going to follow you. And then I look and I already am. So people self-monitor like that in the same way I do and some people just get hung up on how they think it looks so they want to have a certain ratio between followers and following I think on Twitter that matters in some complex algorithm way that it makes you more popular if you have a smaller a bigger ratio a smaller ratio I don't know maths you know what I mean more of one and less of the other but on Instagram it doesn't matter so as long as it doesn't matter to you don't worry about it but if people are unfollowing you Often it's not personal, they're just trying to go through their numbers and they're cutting out the accounts that maybe they don't see as much or they find they don't engage with as much or it's just not for them. The, kind of the key message to all of this I suppose, if I could sum it up in one way, is that losing followers is not always a bad thing. It can feel like a bad thing because we are so conditioned to think of social media currency in numbers. And you need all the followers you can get if you want to be successful. But that's not really true. What you need is the right followers for whatever it is you're trying to do. And it's better to have a thousand people who really get you and care about you and care about what it is you're doing. Than 10,000 people who are just passive and don't care and might get pissed off by something you sometimes do. It might not feel that way, but truly, honestly, it is. So the next time you see that someone's unfollowed you, whether that's on Instagram or they've unsubscribed to your mailing list or on Twitter or even on Facebook, like the best things I can tell you to do is number one, think about all the times you've unfollowed somebody or unsubscribed and how it wasn't personal. You didn't hate that person, you didn't think that they were stupid or that their content was rubbish or that they were wasting their time, you just thought it wasn't for you anymore and that was fine. That is how these other people are thinking about your content. It's not personal. And two, it is better to have a really specific targeted list of people who care about what you're about than it is to have a big generic list. Every time someone unsubscribes or unfollows, you are refining your audience. You are distilling it down to that perfect core audience for you. And ultimately, that's a really good thing for you and for your business. If you have any questions about anything I've talked about today, you can tweet me. I'm at or on Twitter without any underscores. And you can post on Instagram using the hashtag AuthenticPodcast. And finally, if you want any more Instagram tips, you can head to my blog at meandola.co.uk. It will really help me if you enjoyed this, if you left a review on iTunes, which will help other people find the podcast and you can click subscribe. Thank you very much for listening and I'll see you next time.